God damn it. Hello, welcome to Sarcasmic Cast version 2.0. I'm Dan. And I'm Jake. We've been away for a while. Um, we, we just couldn't be asked to do it. <laughs> well, that's partially it. Uh, um, busy lives, sort of. We're getting older. Ish. Mid-twenties. Mid-twenties. Well, yeah, mid-twenties. Mid-ladies. Mid-ladies? Mid-twenties to late-twenties. I'm 30 next year. Um, can I start calling you daddy? I'd <laughs> rather you didn't. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, we started a show, how long ago? Five years? I, I was looking through the laptop and I saw uh, documents that I used to plan for the old podcast. Documents. Um, Classic. From 2014. Yeah. And I, I was looking at one, right? Like, where's that? Let's find it. Right, I've well, created a, a new folder. Taking that swig. Nope, that's not it. It was the DC, I made a note of all the DC comics line up. Some of these notes. Some like, where's that? Like, where, where? I'm still looking, looking. Right, okay. Okay. So I made the note. Let's see. Okay, let's go through these <laughs> yeah. and see how correct okay. we were with the, the release date. The date for this old document was the 18th of the 10th, 2014. So five, almost five years ago. Jesus. So <laughs> I'd, I'd written the confirmation dates for the DC films that were coming out. Suicide Squad was right. What was the date you have on that? Uh, August 5th, 2016. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Then Wonder Woman, June 23rd, 2017. That's about right. Uh, yeah. Justice League Part 1, as it was called then. Oh, God. In November 2017. Part the, 1, the then only part. <laughs> the Flash was due to come out in 2018. But Justice League happened, so yeah! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aquaman came out. Uh, although uh, the date's not accurate. No, the, that, was was that, that was due out in July. July, yeah. And then Shazam that was out on April the 5th, which was bang on. They got that right even back then. Really? Yeah. Was that the correct day it came out? I think so. Yeah. Uh, April, yeah. Oh, well, I'll check, but that sounds um, right. And then we are, according to this, we are due Justice League Part 2 next week on the 14th of June. Well, maybe it's going to be one of those like indie releases where it's like directed by Denis Villeneuve yeah. and it's just like a little sneak attack. And uh, we are also due next year two more films. Uh, Cyborg. That's never going to happen. Um, his contract's run out, hasn't it? Yeah. No, I think they all have. His contract and his time on this earth has run out. Yeah, he's, he's not doing any more Cyborg, I don't think. And Green Lantern Corps next June as well. We got a sneak peek of Green Lantern in Justice League. Well, a Green Lantern. One of the shining moments in yeah. that film. Of which there was maybe two. Of which you're probably overestimating. It used to be Batman, but Ben Affleck just doesn't give a shit anymore. Well, he doesn't because he's left now, hasn't he? Yep. Speaking of which, who is the new Batman? It's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nicholas Holt, isn't it? No, I'm kidding. Uh, Mr. Mr. Um, Mr. Twilight Man. I think it could be alright. Uh, I haven't seen his most recent films. I know there's a film called Good Time. Or Good I, Times. I'm going to have a look. Yeah, go on the IMDb, but I've heard... I'll just use Wikipedia. I've heard good things about Good Time, and more importantly, uh, Robert Pattinson's performance. So it's not really a surprise that he would be considered to be Batman. Is he is he the youngest actor to play Batman? Uh, that's a good question. Because so far, they've had one Brit playing Batman, about four or five Americans... Even in his profile pic, he looks like a Batman. <laughs> he looks like a Bruce he looks, Wayne. He looks very, very, he looks really pale in his profile picture. Well, he is a vampire. Can't forget um, that. The, the Batman. Lighthouse, High Life. Oh Dalsy. yeah, 
The Lighthouse. I'm really excited for that. Um, it's it's a life on 2015. I don't think that's the one I'm Life doesn't ring a bell. Last thing I recognised was Twilight in 2012. So I've heard I've heard good things about Good Time. I've he I've heard really good things about The Lighthouse, which is premiering at Cannes at the moment, the Cannes mm. Film Festival, directed by Robert Eggers, who also directed The Witch. Mm. So I'm a show in. What was your thoughts on The Witch? I, I can't really be after that about it, really. God damn it. And from what I get, I'm guessing it was good. Mm. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I saw the Batman. It's not out until 2021. And it's directed by Chris... No, Matt, not Chris Nolan. Matt Reeves. Oh, the Planet Man. The Planet, Planet of the, the Apes Boy. Under Siege, Under Siege 2. No way. He wrote that. Under Siege 2? Seagal. Oh, God. <laughs> I had no idea. The He was a writer on that. Uh, well, maybe the story's good. Just maybe The story so- is not good in Under Siege 2. Oh. I was ho- I was hot. I was getting I my hopes re- up there. I can't remember things. I've seen it a few times. And I can't remember what the plot is. What What would be your favourite Steven Seagal movie that you've seen? I'm pretty sure you've got another fifty films of his lined up. I've I've seen a good few of them. I haven't seen them all. Well, to be fair, when you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah, whether uh, he's dubbed or not. <laughs> out for a kill? No, not for, no, no. Out, out for, for a kill? Out for Out for justice? Out for Justice. Yeah. Is that the sequel to Dawn of Justice? No. <laughs> Dark territory. How, so. how did we get onto onto this again, Seagal? Um, it's like it's like um, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yep. Let's just keep going down this rabbit hole. Out for Justice. There we go. Ninety-one. Above the law. Hard to kill. Marked for death. Out for Justice. Under siege. On deadly ground. Under siege two. That's the one that Matt Reeves has written. I can't believe he wrote that. You know. Executive Decision, The Glimmer Man, Fight Down Below. They're all very gen- generic film titles. All the movies you've mentioned, each one of them came out every single year from 1991 to 1997. So Steven Seagal had a no, movie. No, no, there's not. There wasn't one in 1993. Oh well, he made up for it for Six, two in 96. There wasn't one in 99. Well, two in 98, so it kind of mixed. So basically, in the process, in the in the timeline of 1990 to 2000. Seagal pretty much had ten releases. He had five films in twenty in two thousand and five. <laughs> Have I seen any of them? No. Mer- Mercenary no, for no, Justice. No. You've seen that one we watched. Attack the, Force. Attack Force. Yeah. Absolutely awful. Um, I remember nothing of it, and there's a good reason for that. It was shade. So from the first podcast talking about DC, the last one we did, ooh, it was. Am I right in saying it was 2016 Christmas? Might have been. Either way, you can check. We done it quite religiously, didn't we? Yep. We had a steady schedule. Mm -hmm. If you want to check our steady schedule, you can check us out on Mixcloud on our old account. Yeah, we'll have to put up a link somewhere if anyone's listening to this. (laughs) If you're still here with us, then we will make a Patreon just for you. And donate you money. That's that's the goal to start a a Patreon. Once we get a few... If you folk listen, we'll charge them for listening. If you have been affected by the content of Sardinia, yeah. what gifts could we give away? Like what perks? Um, like le- level one, two, and three. Like one being the lowest amount, three being the highest. Amount. What could we give away? Well, I know what the top tier is. It's going to be your Daniel Craig Skyfall cutout. <laughs> no, I'm keeping that like. Mm. Okay. Your empty water bottles could be the level one. Yeah, level one. <laughs> your water weight is very important, kids. 
I'm going to take a swig now. Why are you drinking that, drinking that much water for? If you, you could drown drinking all that water, you know. Yeah, that's true. Your body's like, what, 60, 70% water? Uh-huh. Um, it's all about water weight. Are you losing that much water to replenish? My water weight has definitely gone down. I can't remember what the starting point was, but I've reduced it by about 2%. Right, what's your water weight? What is a water weight? Water weight is how For much... For those listening, Jake's on a diet. It's not... A, a weird diet. It's, it's, it's a regime to a healthier living, Dan. Right. Okay, so right, I've got to take into account many different things. So I've got to consider my water weight. I've got to consider my body fat. I've also got to concern, concern my normal weight. So my body fat weight... I'll, I'll pull the band-aid off now and tell you what my water, my water weight, my body fat currently is. So it's currently sitting at thirty-five percent. Now a normal. I have no idea if that's good or bad. Okay, to put it in context, the average male has a body fat of eighteen to twenty percent. Mm. I am classed as obese. <laughs> well, to be fair, you don't look obese. And to be fair, I've probably looked like this for three years, and I'm still kicking it. Actually, no, kicking it to ten. But you're, you're, you're tall, though. If, if you were, like, two foot shorter, you'd be, like, if I was the If I was the size of Danny DeVito, I would be six Danny DeVitos, <laughs> put it yeah. that way. Um, so you've got to consider the body uh, body fat. The water weight helps, but not as much as body fat. So what is a, what is water, what water weight? What's water weight? To be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> and how do you measure your water weight? Um, well, the scales that I've got... Does like it's kind of like a BMI test, sort oh, yeah. of. So you put in um, your height. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm six foot four. I'm a big boy. Um, and then you put your age in. I might need to update mine because it was twenty three the last time I, I uh, sorted it out. So it might need how old are you now? Twenty six. No, twenty four. <laughs> it's only it's only been like it it was pretty much done a week before my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it was probably a bad call. Um, so it takes that into account and basically detects your weight. I have no idea how it does it, but it comes up with your weight, your body fat, bone mass, and water weight. So it comes up with your... Just by putting in your, yeah, your height, mm-hmm. it can judge, it can get, it can, it it can can judge your weight by your height. Yeah. Which... What if you're like a bodybuilder who's... Or Andre the Giant. Yeah, who? I, but if I like, put a muscly dude, they're gonna, they're gonna, that scale thing is going to say that your BMI is like two hundred. Well, it well that's that's why body fat is something to consider. Like if you look at the Rock, his muscles are the size of your face. Yes, and your face is quite big if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> um, but in terms of fat, I don't think the boy's got much on him. He has literally no fat on him. Yeah, so well, you have to have fat, otherwise your muscle can be seen through your skin. Mm-hmm. And I would never want that. It looks that. nasty. Yeah. If you Google, you actually, I'm going to Google it right now and show you. On this podcast, we're going to Google. We're just talking anything other than film. Yeah. Zero. Don't worry, there's plenty of film stuff coming. We're just talking about the nitty gritty of life. Zero percent body fat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see the veins. Does that look awful? Nasty. Ugh. Especially that guy, he kind of looks like a discount Eric Roberts. Mm. Nah, looks nasty. And even Eric Roberts now looks like a discount Eric Roberts. Just putting that out there. So your skin looks looks really dry. Yeah, zero to five percent body fat is if you basically live and breathe gym, which is not me. I think five to ten is possible. Five to ten percent. 
that's 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 underweight. Mm. Like if your muscles, no, not really. If you, well, by some people would class it as underweight. Like mm. many health professionals would say, oh, you're severely underweight. You need some body fat. You need to live, live, live properly, mm. live properly, boy. Um, so it's 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 the the regime that I'm on. It's more or less. I don't want to die at thirty five. If that's the case, I've got like seven years left to live. <laughs> Great. I want to die at eighty five. I want at to be, least. I want to be Alfred. You want to be surrounded by like your grandkids and your carers and <laughs> or just your, your or, commode. <laughs> or just all my Blu rays. Like if I'm if I know that I'm gonna die like an hour before I die, I'm gonna open up all my Blu ray cases so the discs are facing my bed and I'll just lie in bed and silently go off it and the Blu-rays would thank me. I don't give a shit about grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to uh, film talks. Well, if you have grandkids here and you've got like uh, like three organ donors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the more kids you have, the more grandkids and all that. Unless I drink to excess and my liver looks like a baked potato. It doesn't, it won't look like that. You have to drink a lot. Mm. Who's, an, who's an alcoholic? Steven Seagal. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin? Uh, he's had drinking problems. Like Thanos, straight. Well, to be fair, after what he did. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Endgame. Because yeah. that's the end of 10 years of Marvel. 11. 11. 22 films. Maybe 12, because they started talking about it before. Really? When did Marvel start talking about the MCU properly? Well, obviously, Iron Man came on in and they would have to make it the year before. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. We talked so, about the year before that. So, 2006? Well, really, if you think about it, Disney bought Star Wars in 2013. Um, so that's when they started. No, they bought it in 2012 and then started talking about. Um, started talking about uh, The Force Awakens in 2013. Because mm. I remember going for auditions in Manchester. That's right, you auditioned for the movie. In... Which part was it? Was it for Finn? It, I think. I actually think it was for the part of Ray. <laughs> so for Halloween this you year, you would have made a good Ray. For Halloween this year, I'm going to be Mary Sue number twenty-five with the pigtails. Right. So what happened at the audition again? Um, we basically waited in a queue from like three in the morning. Really? Legitimately three. Did Chris go with you? No, no, no. This was before I knew Chris. Oh. Um, Chris was our other member. He is sadly not with us currently. He is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are still listening, to the two of you that are listening, we thank you. He's not with us, but he's alive. He is. Um, three in the morning, uh, waiting outside a long-ass queue, and I was probably at the back of the queue, mm-hmm. to put it into context. So there was people probably waiting there since like 12 in the morning or 1 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then at 6am, the line started moving, and a bunch of stormtroopers came out, and a few Tusken Raiders, and they were just like in cosplay, just... Living it up, yeah, you, you hate audition for the new Star Wars, we're not telling you what part it is, blah. And then we continued down the line, and literally all you had to bring was a kind of CV, almost, or just like, it, it detailed like what you needed to put on. And this was, um, it wasn't like on the Star Wars website, this was like publicised on the news. Like, those of you who want to audition for Star Wars, blah blah blah, you need this, 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 and this. Like, it was news coverage. Um, you had to bring in a CV of sorts, and a headshot, which would have made sense. So basically, they were going on looks. And clearly, I didn't look enough of a girl to get the part. That's a, that's a good thing. Although that's if the if Rhea was a girl back then. Mm, yeah. So I, I think it could have gone either way. Uh-huh. Likewise with 
Mm, have you still got the four that you're talking about? Yes, I oh, do. I will have to say that one day. I will probably post it as this <laughs> this week's thumbnail. No. That's probably a good idea. That's a good so what? Idea. So if you're watching this now, if you look at the thumbnail, you can see my beautiful face that I auditioned for. Mm-hmm. Auditioned with, should I say. So you went into the audition thing. And literally, there was like a tent. And there was four like kiosks and basically you had to split off in groups of two and, sure. be, and basically you just gave your thing in and then went out the other end that was it was that it just that was the experience and then your photo and your sheet waiting for six not six hours because it was about nine when we came out all right oh, cracked at dawn um actually no it wasn't so how long was the queue by six by six in the morning where were you at in the queue I was three... Were you in the middle? Three quarters of the way through the line. It was a long line. So you were at the front three quarters or the back three quarters? Back three quarters. The whole queue in total was about a third of a mile. <laughs> long. It was long. So I was three quarters through that third. Mm. That's to put it into context right there. Um, and yeah, all it was, hand your stuff in and get out. And then you'll find out. And you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Just Daisy Ridley found out when she was in. Yeah. So I if you'd gotten past that stage, what would the next stage have been? Read some lines. Was that, so it would have been a uh, screen test? Maybe. Or like a chat? Maybe a chat, actually. So chat... Because they don't screen test a lot of people, like, do they? Yeah, because I think if if the the idea of a, of a chat in terms of auditioning is just to get a sense of what you bring to the character and really they could ask you well, like, it's like, a, like a job interview isn't it yeah they'll just ask you generic questions to get your character mm-hmm. and then they'll probably write a character around you that's my then assumption if you, then if you pass the interview you might have like the screen test or like a one hour in the shop floor working yeah yeah with other actors who've been confirmed and I right. at, the, at that time I actually didn't know who was confirmed mm. another thing taking a swig Another thing to mention, if the part was for male or female, do you think they would have catered to the villain as well? So, for example, you, could have, you, you could have played Kylo Ren. Yeah, so they could have picked. No, no, no. Like I'm saying, the the main part, Ray. Uh-huh. That wasn't decided at the time. So, if a so for example, if a boy got picked, would they have had a female villain in Star Wars? Never know. They've had they've had uh, Captain Phasma. Mm-hmm. Just technically a female villain. Mm-hmm. Just like another winter. Yeah, aside from Clone Wars, there hasn't really been a female villain as no, well. No, there hasn't. Um, her name is not coming to mind, but I know Asad, Asajj Ventress. Yes. Yes, that's her name. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I know about character. Um, I am the Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. out, out of all of us. Um, you didn't like The Last Jedi. Oh yeah, I liked it. Oh, did you like yeah. it? Yeah, I'm I'm one of the three people on this earth that did. <laughs> it's a it's a very divisive movie, and it's for no reason. It's a okay. It's a slow cheers movie. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's a it's a Star Wars movie made by a guy who loves sci-fi, mm. not necessarily like Star Wars. Have you seen Looper? Because Ryan Johnson done that. I liked Looper. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Willis actually acts in that. He looks like he cares. Yeah, he gives a shit. Um, just like when we watched Indiana Jones the other day, Harrison Ford actually gave a shit. 
Um, just to say that that was your first time watching Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, I liked it. Yeah, first time ever you've seen it. And we'll continue with the other two. Anyway. Because you've seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Anyway, let's go on to film news. Right, what have you got? Mm. Taking another swig. Um, so, for film news. Let's not talk about film news. Actually. Let's not cover the film news from the past three years. We Since will we be here done. all <laughs> century. Here, yeah, here for quite a while. It'll be interesting to see how long it will take us. Anyway, did you know that Ben Affleck has been cast as Batman? I'm starting. I'm, I'm starting from 2016. And I'm working my way up. Did you know Ben Affleck has left the role of Batman now? Oh shit! Really? <laughs> yeah, that was quick. Actually, I've got some more news. You know, he's at rehab. <laughs> is he? Is he out of rehab now? I don't know. I think he's still watching Justice League on repeat. <laughs> so the most recent film that we have seen Aladdin Will Smith fucking hate of you no I mean, <sighs> I was going to say because we would have to have an extensive you will, talk you about will, this you love it there was one point though I saw you like rolling your eyes rolling my eyes. eyes I'm trying oh, to you were like oh god like that. I can't remember what part it was I know which bit it was it was the point where um, Aladdin okay we're going spoilers with this because it's a recent film. It's been out a while. It's made 445.9 million. Probably going to make, make more than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, then just turn it off. I'll probably put the a timestamp. The Lion stamp. King is going to make more than that, though. You think? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that point where I rolled my eyes, it was when Aladdin, not invades, but enters... Uh, Where's this going? <laughs> Aladdin... <laughs> I have enters, to th- but doesn't invade. Okay, 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 I have to think about how I word this very carefully. Enters Jasmine's palace? No, I was I was actually going to say Aladdin enters Jasmine's chamber of secrets. Um, little Harry Potter joke for um, And basically she passes... Um, at this point, Aladdin doesn't know she's the princess. Because right. hand- he's fucking stupid, that's what he is. Well. And then the handmaiden comes in... Um, uh, played by ooh, I'm someone who fact does check not this. look like a princess. Um, I don't know. I think her and Naomi Scott are on par. Um, I'm gonna have to get this name up because names are important. Um, and she was great in the film. Naomi the Scott was a bunny last leg. She was. Oh no, I'm on, I'm on about the handmaiden. Um, she was in SNL, like the most recent series of SNL. Nope, don't watch it. Oh, I love SNL though. Please watch some SNL. I've seen bits of it. I've seen some sketches. If you like Andy Samberg, like Andy Samberg's like in most of the good seasons. What of if SNL. you don't like him? If if you don't like, well, I don't know because I don't. I've never met anyone who doesn't like Andy Samberg. I bet Chris doesn't like him. I don't know. He watched uh, Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. That is, I've seen half that and it's funny as out. Yeah, yeah. Love. I, need, I need to watch the rest of it, but it's been taken off Netflix. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. missed out. Yeah. Uh, Nassim Padrad is the name of the handmaiden. Oh. So it's that scene where she passes off the handmaiden as Princess Jasmine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A bit cringeworthy. Yeah, but that's Nassim's. Uh... Does that happen in the cartoon? I can't remember. No, there's no, no handmaiden in the cartoon. No, not, no. Um, that scene. I don't think happens in the animated film. It's pretty much a case of 
Prince Ali happens, like Prince Ali, Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali Ababa. Dan's performing at a local community theatre. Very catchy song, that like. Yeah, anyway, that was. And we're still going, kids. So that was the scene where I kind of rolled my eyes, but I saw it a second time with Chris, and it was fine. I didn't mind it because that's Nassim's uh, style of comedy. Mm. And I've seen it before on SNL and I didn't have a problem with it then. Mm. Um, the main topic of Aladdin, which everyone seems to th- think is the biggest problem, what did you think of Will Smith's genie? Loved it. Fine. Good. Great. I'm glad you've said that because most people are basing their rating of this film that I've talked to on the portrayal of the genie. Mm-hmm. The genie is a fourth wall breaking, all knowing being. Like, he's gonna have fourth wall breaks and he's gonna know stuff that the other characters don't. Like, the main thing that I took away from the musical, which I talked to you a little bit about, the genie's comedy in that, he basically has the chance to ad lib much more than. The, the, than Ron yeah. Williams has done in the film and Will Smith has done in the film based on the on society at, at the time that it's performed. So for example um, there was a 2016 performance and um, he was making Taylor Swift jokes Justin Bieber jokes um, what's her name? Kim Kardashian jokes. All of that was in like one of those performances. Like He was making loads of riffs of um, humour at the time. Like, it was that cover of, um, I can't remember which magazine it was, but where Kim Kardashian had uh, the butt. Vanity Fair? Vanity Fair. Was so, it? Uh, or Cos- Cosmopolitan. Something. Vanity Fair or Cosmopolitan. We'll fact check that and put it in the description, because it's that important. Mm. Um, but Will Smith, he's got charisma out the oh, max. Oh, easy. Um, Will Smith and Dwayne Johnson are probably the most charismatic people on the planet. Would you agree? Mm. You can't say a bad word about your boy, Dwayne. No, no but Hugh Jackman. Yeah. There was, that was the reason why... Zachary we... Levi. Yeah, Zachary Levi's pretty good. Um, Robert Dunn Jr. Okay, we're just listing off loads of celebrities here. But they are charming as fuck. Yeah. Chris Evans? Oh, for God's sake. If we're talking about <laughs> overall... Yes. Will Smith and Dwayne Johnson. Like... I I want to know how much their films that they've starred in have made collectively. I'll have a look. We'll be here all day. <laughs> there's there's there might be a Wikipedia article for Will Smith films. Okay, he's going for it. Um, I'm just gonna list off while you do that. I'm gonna just list off a few things that I liked with Aladdin, and you can agree with me on them or not. Um, Friend like me was great. Overall, the music that was centred around Will Smith's genie and, like, the new score from uh, uh, Alan Menken uh-huh. was good. Like, it's 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 totally, uh, like, timeless in my eyes. Um, and the new songs featured that featured Will Smith, like the remix of Friend Like Me and Prince Ali, those bass drops. I'm a sucker for bass drops in songs. What's a bass drop? Like, when the bass goes... Sorry to anyone's ears who heard, who heard I that. I don't remember that being the end of the song. Oh, at the end of Prince Ali, when they did the last one. Prince Ali. It was it, the, when they did Lee, the bass just went, boo, and the cinema shook. And I was like, 
Nope, don't remember that at all. Dan was in another plane of existence. <laughs> um, I'll play. I'll play some after um, after we've done this uh, this podcast, and I'll tell. I'll sh- I'll point out the bits where the bass just went boom. Cool beans. Going on from that, Jasmine's song "Speechless" I thought was a really nice adjustment to her character. Do you remember much of Jasmine from the cartoon? Yeah. She wore really? Blue. She wore blue a lot. She wore blue. Genie. There are parallels. There we go. Blues. That's, uh, that's a bit of a stretch. Um, carpet was purple. I meant about Jasmine's character. Oh. <laughs> uh, she wore blue. Yeah. We've got one. We've got one valid one. And there's just dead air from here on out. <laughs> yeah. So Jasmine in the new one... She's and she wore orange towards. It was it orange that she wore towards the end. Um, she was in like a kind of red oh. dress because she was not not in terms of genie Jafar's subservient. But she yeah, she was your fast prisoner. Slave. One, driven by Django and Boba Fett. Hmm. Oh, I just ran off from slave because Boba Fett ships. Were we talking? Were we talking about Avengers earlier? Yes, and we, <laughs> we just because we talked about charismatic people. Anyway, Absolutely. Jasmine's character I thought was the best in the film, basically for what they added to her, making her. The more... Sultan wasn't as funny as the cartoon. Iago wasn't as funny as the cartoon. Yeah, the tiger didn't have much to do. In I thought Raja was okay. Like when I look at the CG in the film, the only thing that's going to date quite badly is Abu. Abu looked a bit weird. Because he was entirely CG. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that one scene in Indiana Jones in the Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's had that thingy in the in the, in the small city. He's had that kind of chase sequence. And then he just sits in a market and like a monkey appears on his back and does he get like food off him and stuff? Yeah, yeah. And eat the yeah, and that, that's a real ass monkey. That monkey was great in uh, Raiders. But the monkey in Aladdin has a lot more to do as well. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. You can't have a real monkey with a kazoo, cymbals, and a drum on his back. That would be hard. But like, <laughs> generally, in like chase sequences, you can probably train a monkey to go from point A to point B. What's cheaper though? What's less time con- consuming? Nowadays, CG. Uh-huh. Just look at uh, Avengers Endgame. Most of those actors are CG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Huh? Yeah. All in all, um, I'm just going to give just my... another brick in the wall. <laughs> That's all. That's all the song goes. All in all, you're just this man. Yeah, Pink Floyd. Awesome. <laughs> um, I'm just going to give my final thoughts on Aladdin. I don't know whether you've got much to add to it, but oh, I right. makes me want to watch the watch the cartoon. Mm, mm. I have that, but I don't have the the cartoon at the moment. So you I will. Own it. I don't own it. No, oh. I don't own many um, original Disney like uh, classics. I've got Hunchback, and I, th- I haven't seen it. Really? You name any. Disney movie, and there's a good chance I have not seen that. Okay, I'll name one from every decade. Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Seen it. Oh, okay. Good start. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just uphill from here. Sleeping Beauty. I think I have. God damn it, you're good. Um, Cinderella. Maybe. Okay, when we said name any Disney animated well, movie, keep, keep, keep on going. Keep on going. <laughs> Black Cauldron. Never heard of it. Really? <laughs> yeah. That was um, now. Now we're getting okay. Somewhere. Now we're getting the territory, right? Okay. Um. Hmm. Beauty and the Beast. Nope. Wow. Never seen it. Dumbo. 
that's one with the elephant. <laughs> and, and and before you go forward, and that's all we've got time for, folks. Before you go forward, it's not d- the one with Diane DeVito. No, I haven't seen that one. And neither have I. I don't think anyone has. No, I haven't seen Leave It Oh, oh, we got back <laughs> to the original. Great, 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 great. Um, oh, uh, Dumbo Bambi. Bambi. Nope. I've seen Bambi, but I don't remember much of it. I've heard it's not a good comedy, like. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one gunshot, like, it just, like. I want to see the version of Bambi where it's from the guy that kills Bam Bam kills the man. That like the, 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 point, the point of view. So it's like a uh, guy's out hunting with his kid uh-huh. and they get lost or something and they make this camp and they've gone days without eating. Yeah. And they're, pro- they're proper starving and the, and the son's almost dead and then suddenly the, the father sees this deer just walking past and he shoots it and he's like, and the son, and, and they cook it and they eat it, and the son lives and goes home, and they all live happy, happily ever like after and all that. But the day that shot was Bambi's man. But they keep the head and display it, and <laughs> underneath is Bambi's man. No, they leave the head where it is. Oh, as like a warning. <laughs> well, that's true because the gunshot happened, but Bambi went back to his home, mm. and. Basically, he was looking for his mom for a good while, and his dad told him, "Your mother can't be with you anymore." So it makes sense that the dad discovered the body, and therefore the head, to tell Bambi, "Your mother can't be with you." Anymore. Who's the father? Bambi's father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, right. see, I, I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know what. Aye, aye. Right. So next film. Um. Ooh. Lady in the Tramp. No. Wow. Um. Jungle Book. I know they're doing a live action Lady in the Tramp. That I won't say. For the new Disney streaming service. Oh. It's exclusive to the Disney streaming service, I think. I think me buying the Disney streaming service would be like the definition of waste of money for me. For me, it's the total opposite. <laughs> yeah. Like if they if they had a price tag of seventy nine ninety nine for the year. That's like Amazon Prime. Yeah. Price. Yeah, like so yeah, if it's if it's the same vein as um Amazon Prime, then I am definitely for mm. that. Because you pay a one one time payment and you've got 11 months to basically save that back up to pay for another year. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so you can put like the £7 a month to one side, and by the time the year comes around again, you've got the money to pay for it. Yeah, I'll only do a couple more, because otherwise we're going to be on this for days. Cool beans. Um, We have... I haven't seen The Lion King either. Lion King, okay. We'll class that as one. Um, I'm going to go with Tangled. No. That is... That is... Actually, no. I might have. Wow. And I quite, as far as I can remember, I quite like it. Ooh. Is Rebecca Ralph one of them? Um, I don't know. So I'm that. I think it is. I'm saying they're not so good sequel yeah. either as well. Yeah, I'm trying to think what came out last year. Uh, 2018 for context. Um, Wreck-It Ralph came out last year and... Coco came out last year? No, I'm saying Coco either. Neither have I. Um, Chris saw it, loved it, and I just don't get the hype behind it because uh, I don't hear much about Coco, to be yeah. fair. So, your thoughts, final thoughts on Aladdin overall? It was okay, but I'll probably won't watch it again. Ah, If I want to watch Aladdin, the story of Aladdin, I'll, yeah. go, I'll go for the cartoon. You'll go for the cartoon, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it twice, and my goal, no word of a lie, I aim to see it every week until it's out of circulation. 
Yeah, how many times have you seen it now? Twice. It's how been many? out for two weeks now. So you're two for two. When you see it next? Probably I'm out Wednesday. For theatre group on Thursday. Probably the Friday. I'll probably go on the Friday again. It's pretty much been Friday when we saw it. Wednesday when I last saw it. Wednesday Friday just gone. The next one. Yeah, Wednesday just gone. I will see it again for deaths. Um, and that was the most recent film that you have seen. Well, that we've seen together. Yes, um, but also what you have seen. Ah, uh, yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Until saw... I see Godzilla tomorrow. Mm. You're gonna have to let me know about that post-credit scene. I've already been about. You bastard. I've always spoiled it for himself. Well, you're not spoiling it for us. But what I'm gonna spoil next will blow your socks off. Uh, the most recent film I saw, um, Climax by Gaspar Noé. Not, not a porno. No. <laughs> Actually, yes, I can see that now why you would think it was a porno. Yes. Because you, of the you title. Couldn't, you couldn't see it, first of all. No, because when I hear, when I think of Climax. Okay, okay, to be fair, when I think, of, when I think of Climax, I do think of <laughs> the obvious, but I'm reminded of that scene in The Dictator when he discovers masturbation for the first time. <laughs> and he's. <laughs> and look at a montage. Um, scored by well scored by a moment like this <laughs> a montage oh, of nice, things yeah. happens where climax climax says happen and it's like a volcano erupting a what's tide the coming no, what's, in what's the plural of climax climaxes climaxes a lord of climax climax is it just climax climaxy the climax is the new moist <laughs> <laughs> well if anything the eggplant emoji has just got more significant yeah um, so, Climax by Gaspar Noé, a French boy. You like seeing these uh, these French names, don't you? If you, you like seeing um, Denis Nouveau, was it? Denis Villeneuve. And the guy that died, the, the, the Revenant, what's he called again? Alejandro González Iñárritu. Not French, but Spanish. Spanish. Mm-hmm. Right. Or Puerto Rican, I'm not sure. Either, either. Names are important. Mm-hmm. Pronunciations of names are important. Yes. Um, I don't know what your name would be in Spanish, so I'm going to have to fact check that. Um, Gaspar Noé, famous for his French extreme style of film. What does that mean? Um, as in, like, extreme violence mm-hmm. and areas of violence. So it's not just physical violence. It can be sexual violence. It can be physical and emotional violence. Mm-hmm. Um, his most famous film... Irreversible. Oh, I've heard about that. And I've seen bits of it. Mm-hmm. It's the, weird to watch it. Mm-hmm. The, the great... It's just the way it's set out, because you, know, you watch it from back to front. Yeah. And what's also cool is, I picked it up the other day, um, the entire um, cover, all the writings in reverse, it is, yeah. including the credits, and also how normal DVDs, you open it from right to left, mm-hmm. this one you open left to right. And it's pretty cool. Um, so that was, I believe, 2001, 2002, possibly, Irreversible. Possibly, yeah. Very early, starring Monica Bellucci uh-huh. from The Matrix fame. No, no, that would have been before The the, the Matrix. Yes, so it would have been uh, of French film fame, yeah. all that. Yeah. Um, so, Climax, I will give you the description of the plot. Uh, spoilers, by the oh, way. Where, I will did, be... where did you go to see it? Um, I rented it on Amazon Prime. What made you want to, want to rent it? Um, word of mouth mm-hmm. I haven't seen a Gaspar Noé film before 
but also because people have been saying, now this isn't this is just me quoting from other people. It's his tamest film. Mm-hmm. So as in like watered down. Yeah, not watered down, but like it's got stuff in, but it's not extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it was cheap to rent, and I'm a cheap bastard, as you know. Um, so bargain the, hunter. Y- yeah, let's go bargain hunter. Um, so the plot of the film is a bunch of French. Uh, well, actually, it's not just French because some of the um, students are multinational. There's a couple of uh, English girls in the in the cast, um, but a bunch of dancers go to a not abandoned, but it's like empty. Like, say you're renting a place out for the night, so they get a, a place to rehearse their dance like upcoming dance I think it's for like dance finals or something um, and afterwards they have a party to celebrate mm-hmm. saying oh good rehearsal that kind of thing and it's basically like a camaraderie kind of thing so they just have like loads of talks like the first after the dance sequence which is the first 25 minutes of the film like it's interviews with the people for about 10 minutes and then like a 15 minute dance scene and it's like uncut as well. What I mean by that is, it's all one shot. Yeah, I know what uncut means. <laughs> Many people would think uncut would be a different thing, especially since we're talking about climax. Uncut and climax, and um, and then the next like fifteen ten minutes after that is just cut. <laughs> is is entirely cut. It's just a black screen. Um, no, it's um, it's the cast just talking to each other. Like so, they get two people. Um, in different scenarios just talking about like life and shit and it's really interesting to watch um, anyway back to the plot um, I thought that was the plot it, 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 it still is the plot it still is the plot so part of this um, celeb- celebratory event after the um, after the rehearsal um, someone brings sangria to the party mm-hmm. um, what they find out by the midpoint in the film the sangria has been laced with LSD. Now, now it's a party. Now it's a climax. <laughs> um, some really insane shit happens in the film. But also some really insane shit happens outside the film. Um, most notably... I'll look at my notes. Excellent cinematography. Like, okay, what insane shit happens in oh, the Oh, you, you want the content. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So one of the first things that insane shit that happens. Like, do they peel off their own faces? I'm gonna say no, but something of that sort does happen near the end uh, of the film. Right. Um, right. One of the main, one of the one of the first things that happens. Um, the main girl, played by, uh, I will check. But one of the main girls goes to one of the back rooms because the party's like getting a bit too much for her and then she just goes like out of the way because the music is pretty much it's like EDM music so there's a lot of EDM music just playing throughout the entire film mm-hmm. like doesn't stop pretty much um, so she goes off to one of the other rooms uh, Sophia yeah what's her name Sophia Butella the female mummy oh yes yes, yes. she's been in films before. yeah oh, she yes. was great she was fantastic in the movie um so she goes to one of the other rooms in the back of the building and she finds her friend who isn't drinking so she hasn't been affected by the night's events. Um, 
but she's really kind of like down because she believes that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, uh, one of the other members finds them and basically accuses the girl who hasn't been drinking of lacing the sangria with LSD. And basically through arguing, she finds out that she, arguing and fighting, she finds out that she may be pregnant. And basically, as a as a like a stab to her, she basically start like she throws it to the ground and kicks her in the stomach. And mm. although that, although you may not know, like it's not confirmed that she's pregnant, but the fact that someone could be pregnant and what a dick move! Yeah, that shit's happening. Oh, that's not that's not the end of this. Um, it's not the climax. That's not the climax <laughs> of this of this story arc. Um, so she's crying on the floor saying like call an ambulance that kind of thing she's like in pain because mm. she thinks she's pregnant but also would you like to be kicked in the stomach? I would not no I don't think any normal person would um, so she the woman who got her stomach kicked in um, not kicked in as in it's like all gone but just like she got a beating <laughs> kicked in, I know what kicked in now this is put on hold for about 10 minutes in the movie in that the main character then goes on a walk, essentially, and just, like, experience other shit that's happening, um, which is very minor, but I won't go into too much detail, because this is a long-ass podcast. We've gone longer than I thought we would. Hey, it's fine. Oh, it's good. Aye. I've read, I've listened to podcasts that were an hour and a half, boy. Um, cutting back to this story arc about ten minutes later, um, the girl who kicked her stomach in starts glowing to everyone, oh, um, she's the one who laced it, even though she didn't. And then... Long story short, she gets peer pressure into killing herself by the other members. And so she's handed a knife. Which one gets peer pressure? The one that got the The one who got the stomach kicked in. Who who She's having the worst time here, like she's having a bad time. Mate, it's nothing. This is all in one shot, by the way. Uh-huh. Basically it gets to the point where they're all shouting at her to do it. She gets the knife and starts slashing her arm. <laughs> like deep fucking cuts. Slash across her head, look like a face, and then she starts bleeding out essentially and the camera just goes away to another story bit like that's some dark shit that's weird yeah uh-huh. it's fucked up um that's one arc something like could be an interesting watch though oh definitely is it's uh it's probably my favourite film of the year was it released this year well yes it was released um it had a very limited release in London now, if I go by... Because um, if it was released in 2018, it has to be for for last year's. See, this is this is the issue. If a film is released... So, for example, if a film... If an indie film... Says 2018 on IMDb. It does, but if you... Okay, this, this is a question to you. If you were to say, right, if a film is released near me that I am able to see... In 20, so, for example, if a film is released November 2018 in cinemas, but the film is showing in London, which you would probably not get access to easily, mm. but then comes out on Blu-ray in March the next year, for example, would you class that as a 2018 release or a 2019 release? Personally, I'll class it as an 18 release. 2018, right. Okay, but the, here's this, right? Uh-huh. John Wick, the first one. Yes. It's... Um, had it, it it had two release dates actually and I think um Oh was it shown at a film festival beforehand? 
I think so. In its UK wide release was in February 2015 or something like that. Right. But then we need to think of if it was released in cinemas, what was the... On IMDb, it's a 2014 film. Right. But I've got it as 2015 because... Was it released in America in 2014? That's the question we're going to ask. 2014. Right, in, but in that's UK, America, it was, though. It was 2015 in the UK. That's America, though. So if it was released in UK cinemas in 2015, I would class that as my uh, 2015 release. Yes. So this film was shown at the Film 4 Fright Fest mm-hmm. in August of 2018. Now think about how limited that festival will be. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Like in London, Film 4, very selective event, August 2018. Ah, it's got a another release, which is just United Kingdom, 21st of September 2018. But as far as I was aware, and I was checking films at the time in, in September because um, something came out, I can't remember, but it was on my list, definitely was. Um, I don't remember Climax ever being in any of the cinemas that were near me. I've never seen. I've never seen seen advertised. Yeah, yeah. Aside from the film fest, I don't. Um... Well, if we'll add to the, I will add it to this. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, 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 I think a wide release is the first kind of indication of when that film should be re- like classed as released. Yeah. I mean, I saw Spider Man into the Spider Verse in America well this year. Right. But I still class them as being released last year. Yes, that's why they were on my list uh-huh. for last year. Spider-Man was great. Um, so yeah, I would class this as a 2019 release and therefore it's my favourite film. Mm. Not because of the content. I want to get that mm-hmm. uh, clearly over. Um, it's not because of the content, which is a main factor, in my opinion. Like, if it didn't have the shit it had in, the film would not have the impact that it does. Um, another thing that happens... Very fun, very educational. Um, one of the dancers takes her kid to the place because she's looking after him. I think it's because she's got custody of him at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, near the end of the film, the kid is seen drinking the sangria. <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, why, why, why did you wake up? Why did you, why did you drink that? You shouldn't be drinking that." Blah 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 blah. First of all, it's sangria. The kid shouldn't be drinking sangria. No one should be. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Oh, have you had sangria before? No, it's not nice. Ah, me no, 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 no. I've had uh, tequila. Tequila, right. Sangria, I've, I don't think I've had before. Actually, I no. think I've had tequila. I don't think I've had sangria. Uh, tequila's mine. Right, so the kid is then locked in a storage cupboard. Mm-hmm. Locked in, as in, like, sh- shuts the door, locks it with a key, and then supposedly puts it away. Mm. Later in the movie, the kid is still screaming, by the way... So, for example, the kid is at point A, and the back of the building is point B. So, where point A is is the dance floor, the locker the the locker room where the kid gets locked in. It's not a locker room, but it's like a storage unit. There's a long hallway which then leads into B, the other side of the building. There's a shot that happens, which is like twenty minutes, like a long shot, which basically goes through the hallway into the back rooms. It then goes back into the dance floor. You can still hear that kid wailing on the door. Like that kid. Like even when you were walking down the corridor. You can hear faintly the kid screaming and banging on the door. Um, long story short. The power cuts out. But you don't know the condition of the kid at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I didn't pick up the first 
when I saw it. Um, but what actually turned out at the end of the movie, um, actually no, I'll I'll go to the I'll go to the main focus of the of the issue. The woman who was looking after the kid ends up killing herself, and it's not revealed why she killed herself. This isn't the one that got beaten. No, 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 no. This is a different. This is the. Well, fucking, I'll kill themselves in this party. Like, aren't they? Yeah, actually, the girl who attempts to kill herself is fine. Like she she, yeah, yeah, she bled, but she didn't bleed that much. I don't think the cuts were that deep. Right, okay. Um, so the girl, the the girl with the kid, actually kills herself, and it's not shown at first why she killed herself, but it cuts to the kid, and there's like, it's not easy to see because it's it's obviously a dark room, but the power cut out because the circuit like fused, and not blew up, but it like fused up and just broke. The kid actually got electrocuted and died, so that's why the man killed herself because the kid was dead. <laughs> oh, and he, yeah, yeah, you don't want to. And then the police at the end discover the body, and she's like, "Oh yeah, she's dead." And the dog starts whining because they bring a police dog in as well because there's drugs. As soon as that dog walks in, it's fine. It's high. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's it's high because of the shit in the air. Yeah, but no, the dog can smell the drugs. Yeah, yeah, because dogs have fucking awesome noses. Um, okay, those are the kinds of shit that happens in that film, boy. So it was a good film. What, so is it an 8 out of 10? 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? Yeah, 9 oh. out of 10. Very, very watchable. Have you seen John Wick yet? 3. No, I've seen 1 and 2. Right. So shall I talk about John Wick 3 next time when you've seen it? Or shall I talk about it now? We'll talk about John Wick 3 next time. Right. Because I want to talk about all the John Wick films. Because I don't think we've properly talked about John Wick in no. the podcast at all. We should been... stop doing it before the fiddle game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, yeah. Wow, that was a long time ago. Aye. So, on to, uh, on to news, which I think will be the last point of this, because otherwise we're going to be here for five days. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, in five days, I think, no, four, not four, uh, in seven days' time, E3 will be happening. Mm, yes. Uh... I'm not a big gaming person, but I like I like the odds game, and I'm hoping Splinter Cell will be announced. This one, there's a lot of talk that it is. Okay, let's um let's have a talk about the conferences. I've got the conferences um noted down here with the dates and times. So on the Sunday, the 9th of June, in seven days' time, mm-hmm. um you've got Mike. Now this is ET, which is Eastern time. Eastern, Eastern Pacific time, yeah. Um, do you know what time? No, not, not Eastern Pacific time. Eastern something time. E.T. Let's just go with Eastern Spielberg time. time. Um, so Spielberg time uh, for Sunday. We've got Microsoft at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It just says E.T. Oh, well, I <laughs> If I type in 4 p.m. E.T., what does that come up with? Let's have a quick check. Uh, 4 p.m. E.T. If it's 4 p.m. EST, okay. EST. Eastern time. Eastern time. That's what it means. Yeah, so, on the mon- on the Sunday, Microsoft at 4 p.m. It'd be nine. It would be 9 p.m. for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Microsoft. So Microsoft. To put into context, Sony's not going to be at this conference at all. So. So there's no. So there's going to be no PS5 announcements or. No. Because we got a Death Stranding trailer a week ago. A what? 
the the <laughs> this is how much is Dan this, gives this, a shit about games, is this, guys. Is this a film? No. Do, um, do you know the um? Well, it's a game, but do you know the game that stars Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro? Wasn't that a Silent Hill thing? Yes, uh, it was. It was the Silent Hill thing that Kojima was doing before Konami fired him. Um, so if I type in Death Stranding, basically, Death Stranding is the creation of Q- uh, Hideo Hideo Kojima with his new production company, um, and it's a new IP that he's been working on for four years now. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Wow. So basically, last year we got that trailer, which has given us a release date for the game. Like, so what is it? Is it a role-playing game, action game? No one knows. <laughs> the trailers have been that vague. We've got some gameplay, like with the new trailer. Um, it stars um, Norman Reedus, Mads Mikkelsen, yeah, uh, Leo Sedu, Leo Sedu, yeah, yeah. Ooh, got a bit of Dan there, a little French Dan. Um, uh, if we're going by this, uh, Margaret Qualey, who is in, um, I believe she's in Once Upon a Time in in America. Mm. Is that the new Quentin Tarantino film? Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, I think she's in that, so we'll get a bit of that, her in that. Tommy Earl Jenkins, couldn't tell you. Um, Troy Baker, who has been in many games. He played Booger DeWitt in Bioshock Infinite, mm. Joel in The Last of Us, uh, many roles. I love the dude. Joker? Yes, Joker in Arkham Origins. Origins. yes. I liked uh, I liked that game. Have you seen the Arkham Origins thing? I have. We're getting off topic. Cool. <laughs> also <laughs> stars film directors Guillermo del Toro and Nicholas Winding Refn for some reason. I was like, that's, that's Nicholas Winding Refn. Why is he in this? So I've seen this now. Yes. I've got no no interest in that game. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Because you've not been catching I've, up on I've, the news. Yeah, I've got certain tastes. and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Chris is really excited for it. Mm. He's been a Hideo Kojima fan for years. Um, Metal Gear being probably his favourite franchise. He may quote me different on that. Hideo Kojima, what else has he done? The Metal Gear games. He's Pretty much all. that's all he's done. But he's a really insane dude. So in 2002, he brought out Metal Gear, um, Metal Gear Solid 2, and at the time that was pushing the PS2's hardware to its limits. Like it's an insane fucking game with like over eight hours of cutscenes and like gameplay, which is like stealth based. Mm. Which is why I think you'd like Metal Gear because it's stealth based and you like Splinter Cell, as you've mentioned. So it's something you should probably dip into. Um, so like I said, Microsoft has a conference. Sony won't have a conference, which is why we're getting Sony games revealed. And the PS5 might get revealed this year. Release date, we don't know. So, Microsoft. Based off their last conference from last year, they didn't just show off exclusives. They showed off games that they think would look best on Xbox One. Mm -hmm. Because Ubisoft has a conference on the Monday, I don't think Splinter Cell will be in Microsoft's conference. But one thing I think will be the first video they will show. Gameplay for Cyberpunk 2077. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's got a DSX feel to it. And I like DSX. It's very DSX. 
Um, but the main focus for me, and probably Chris, is be because it's made by the guys who did the Witcher series, CD Projekt Red. That means nothing to me. Polish team. Fucking great. Um, I've played a little bit of The Witcher 3, but need to play Witcher 2 to basically appreciate the lore. Mm. It's what it, it's, it's like you with Deus Ex. It's one of those games where I want to appreciate the lore of the game to, to get full enjoyment out mm. of it. Um, so gameplay uh, apparently is getting shown. So like I said, that'll be their opening. Shown not played. Yes. So people who attend the event, there won't be a demo for them to play. Where's the E3 normally held? LA, I believe. Do, do they ever bring it over here, or some sort of gaming thing over here? Um, I am actually not sure of any um gaming conferences or gaming events that happen here. Um, Los Angeles, yeah, Los Angeles yeah. Convention Center. So we've got Cyberpunk for the Microsoft conference. Another notable titles that will probably get shown: Halo Infinite, the new Halo. Um, uh, oh, Dan's yawning, everyone. <laughs> Literally, clearly, yawning yeah. Halo. <laughs> um, Never played a Halo game. Uh, I've played Halo. I like Halo for what it is. I don't love it. Mm. It's 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 to me, it's a mindless shooter. But to peop- other people, it's like oh, there's lore to it and everything. And I'm like, Ugh. especially after Halo Five Guardians nearly tanked the franchise. Um, Gears Five is the other one nope. that I'm quite looking forward to, even though I haven't played Gears Four yet. Anyway. Sunday, I'll start right there. Mm. Half Life Two is my is my favorite game of all time, as you know, as you've preached before. If you had to put a percentage on this, on Half Life Three being announced at E three this year, one hundred percent being certain, zero percent being absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No, what percentage would you give it? Three uh, percent because it's Half Life Three. <laughs> Um, also because three percent is higher than I thought it was going to be. Because, because in terms of like news from Valve, we haven't heard anything. Mm-hmm. And like hints is a good sign that something's going to be there. Leaks is also another thing. But I don't think that Valve has any first party titles up their sleeve at the moment. What's what do they do anyway? I, I know they've got Steam, but. Uh, Left, left for Dead, are they doing a, another one of them? Mm, see, I don't remember much of E3 from last year to confirm whether there was news said. But to be fair, at this point, we've had so many Left for Dead clones that we don't need a Left for Dead 3. Mm. Like, the new World War Z game came out, and people were calling that Left for Dead 2.5 because it's pretty much a Left for Dead style game. Um, so the next conference we have, which you and your girlfriend might be interested in, Bethesda. I won't be. Okay, but your girlfriend will be. Kate will be, yes. Yes. So Bethesda is... Is it just going to be a two-hour uh, uh, apology for Fallout 76? Why are you stealing my jokes? <laughs> really? Is that what it was? It's basically, basically going to be, hello, I'm Todd Howard. I just want to say we're so sorry for the way that we did Fallout 76. We're truly sorry. Everyone who bought the game, we're going to refund you. I don't know how, but we're going to do it. And here is five hours worth of Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> That's how it's going to go down. 100%. I've never played Fallout 76, so I can't comment on it. But Keith says it's it's good. 
I agree with you wholeheartedly, except for the Kate comment, <laughs> because I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, from the off, as soon as they showed it at E3, I never had high hopes for that game. Mm-hmm. Never, ever. But you, you never played a Fallout game, though, have you, that much? I have. Have you? I've, I've, I've played Fallout 3 to pretty much 100%. Four? I've played it to the Platinum. <laughs> ah, right. Yeah. Uh, is that, or is it Chris that doesn't play Fallout? Um, Chris doesn't play much of Fallout. Oh, right. I think he's played New Vegas in 3, but he doesn't play much of Fallout. He got bored real quick. And I can understand why. Um, so Bethesda, they're going to probably announce a apology for 76. They've also got Wolfenstein under their belt. They've got Wolfenstein Youngbloods coming out soon. So they're probably going to show some gameplay of that. They have Doom Eternal, which is going to be fucking sick because it's Doom. Um, and Starlink, I think, is their new space game, which I, I'm i not too fussed about, but they're probably going to showcase that. Um, and maybe, maybe some Elder Scrolls 6 news, but I'm not certain. I'm playing, I'm playing that. Actually, no, I have played Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. Oblivion. Oblivion's good. For about half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then you got bored. It did not make anything. Yeah. The, oh, the, yeah, I get that. The evil sort of stuff I'm just not into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also a Devolver Digital um, conference. So basically, they're a game developer who basically does like skits and in their conference to showcase their games, and it's quite fun. But Devolver Digital is quite a fun conference. On the Monday, we've got the PC Gaming Show. I'm not going to watch it because... I don't play a PC games either. Yeah, I don't have a PC. And most of the some of the stuff that they will have will probably be on other conferences as well. Mm-hmm. So last year, they showcased Hitman 2. But we knew that was coming. I've been playing Hitman 1. Is it, is it just called It's Hitman? just called Hitman. It's really fucking good. You love it. I was just, I'm really, really enjoying it. Cracking. I was putting off playing it for ages. Because mm-hmm. I, I downloaded it off the PlayStation Plus. Yes. And I said, this would be right up your street. Yeah, like, and uh, I've played it for like the last week on straight. There we go. Really good. Um, so on the Monday at 4pm Eastern Time, which is 9am for us, not 9am, 9pm for us on the Monday, Ubisoft. Splinter Cell. Good chance of Splinter Cell. Good chance of Splinter Cell, good chance of the new Assassin's Creed game, which I'm excited for. More probably news on the Division Two because that came out in March this year, mm-hmm. so we're probably, probably going to get some content for the year pass, which I haven't bought, but people will be excited for. One of the franchises I like, uh, Rainbow Six. I'm, I've not played um, Siege because it's like an online game. Yeah, see, they've got Siege, and Siege came out three years ago, and they are still pumping content out of it. That's like on their fourth year pass, like 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. They're just, they're just. They're not milking it because people still, still playing it. Oh yeah, it's like got like COD's got like world championships. Siege has world championship tournaments. It's that competitive. I did, I did not know that. Yeah, it's 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 why I've kind of gone off it because the people that you play with, either for or against, will be better than you without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Like it's people who are dedicated to the game. Yeah. Um. So that's the Ubisoft conference. The Okay, this next slot was going to be Sony, but they pulled out. It's been replaced by Square Enix at 9pm ET, which is probably like 2am in the morning for us. So what will they announce? DLC for Kingdom Hearts? You know me too well, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some, uh, after the Sham 
release that was Kingdom Hearts 3. I say that, but it's the highest grossing video game this year so far, ironically. Mm. Um, but the content was lacking for it. And people were like, we need this, 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 and this. And basically Square Enix is like, cool, we will put out some paid content. This is what it's going to be. There'll be news coming. So we are without a doubt going to get some information about that DLC. We've got that, but also, I don't know whether you saw, but Sony's State of Play, which happened two or three weeks ago, I think it was two, they announced, no, they didn't announce, they released a minute trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Never, never, never played them. Mm. I haven't played it either, which is going to be shocking for you to, to realise. You've never played a Final, a Final Fantasy game? No, I haven't played Final Fantasy VII. No, I'm saying I've, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Oh, yeah. Ever. I wasn't paying attention because I was too busy <laughs> so taking, taking some subs. Probably never will. Yeah. It's it's like like um, Oblivion. It's not your style mm. game. It, and that is more than fine, people. We, we do not want to push you to play shit you don't want to play. Um, So that's going to be the main talking point of E3. The main talking what? point. The uh... Final Fantasy VII Remake. Really? Yeah, like what it got it got announced like four years ago, with a brief trailer, and we've had pretty much nothing since then except news that it's going to be three separate games. Why three separate games? Who knows? It's it it's a it's Square Enix. <laughs> I can't really explain them. So we'll have that. We will have Kingdom Hearts three DLC. I'm just ex. All in all, these conferences, I'm just excited for what's going to come that I don't know about. Could Rocksteady announce anything? What panel, what's it? If they, if they would, they would announce it at the Microsoft conference. Would it? Because their other company, the other conferences, they can't really announce a Rocksteady game. When you think about it. Because um, uh, they've been... I think they were doing another, like... DC game or something, just as a league, Superman. Hmm. Be interesting. Batman. Well, with Batman, they've kind of done that to death, personally. As in, what more can they do except explore different story arcs? Mm-hmm. But the gameplay would be the same because really you can't add much more to it. Do you know that's 10 years since Arkham Asylum? Oh, Lord. Really? So you were 14 when that came out? I was a baby boy, and I didn't play it till 2013. Did you not? Nope. I don't think I did. Um, And the last conference, which is also on the Monday, Nintendo. Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't pay uh, much attention to Nintendo last year. Probably won't pay attention to them this year, because it's probably going to be Smash stuff. Yeah, I don't like it much. Yes. Um, And that is me for me three. And uh, I think that'll be it from us. God damn, that was long. That was a good first podcast. This is stuff we need to talk about once we're pressed stop. Right. But this has been fun. Um, until next time. Until next time, it has been me. And me. So, make of that what you will. Doodles. See you next week. <laughs>